Praise God. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for life and for grace. And we receive every understanding and insight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, we are done with the king stuff, right? Like I told you last um, week. For now, we've drawn the curtains on that. And I believe you had some great understanding and some insight into it. Did you? What? That's what you think about. All right. See, it's not easy to be in the will of God. Because being the will of God alone is a trial of your heart. And one night, that was just last week, the devil came in and started whispering things to me. You mean in the house? Right there in the bed. It was like 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. And then he started. I'm going to be brief because we're going to pray. He started um, speaking doubts about God. Throwing a certain picture. So I picked up the book of Job. Where God, Bible says God met the sons of God, appeared before God. When the old when the old testament says the sons of God, he was talking about angels, appeared before God. And then Satan was. And what happened? The 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 interesting thing is that God turned his attention to Satan. So what are you doing here? Now the thing is, is God not all knowing? So why would you ask what are you doing here? So that is why Satan started throwing things at me. What are you doing here? So I'm just, you know, to and fro in the, the world, and then I just appeared. And as I've considered myself and Job, that all the men, he is righteous, he shuns evil. And then Satan said, it's because of, we blessed him. So Satan threw a challenge. But should God not have known, shouldn't he have known that Satan is going to throw a challenge? He said, okay, go touch everything around him, but don't touch him. And Job was at home one day and he had one of the servants coming in. So your children are dead, the cattle are dead, everything is dead, everything is gone. And then he passed. He said, Nikada came. Nikada will go, tore out his garment and lay down. And then the Bible said there was a meeting again. Where the sons of God appeared. <laughs> and they said, and then Satan was there again. So for you to know, Satan is a, still an angel, but he's a fallen angel. But for him to get right to even go there, that's another question. You see how Satan was throwing the things at me? It's not like nice as I'm putting it. <laughs> you know, the moment you go down in your faith, you displease God. So, Satan was there again, and God was like, what are you doing here? Why, why are you coming from? He said, oh, to and fro, stuff. So, okay, so you see, Job, he's still standing for me. He said, oh, because you've put a hedge around him of protection, take off the hedge. 
Let me touch the guy. I've touched everything around you. Let me touch him. Let me deal with him. And God said, all right. You see, he's going to prove that he loves me. So touch him, but don't touch his soul. And then he inflicted Job with sores all around him. The guy couldn't sit in his couch. He had to sit in ashes. And he had to itch, scratch. You know, he was itching and he had to scratch all over. It was nasty. That night, I read through all the 42 chapters of Job. You know, and the questions kept coming. The questions kept coming. And then other scriptures came into my mind. Why is that God is all-knowing? All right? But yet... He, he said to Ab, um, Abraham, don't touch the child. Now I know. You fear me. Now I know. But I should have known. Why do you say now I know? So Satan through me is like, God is not all-knowing. He gets his information as he hears it. It was hot in that room. And you were there in the bed. And then you asked me, are you okay? Because I was tossing up and down in the bed. If you remember that night. I said, are you okay? Said, yeah. And I was holding the phone. reading the scriptures. Like, tough one, you know. It was that crazy. It was that crazy. Then, something struck me. And I knew it. God is all-knowing. But, oh boy, you're going to love this. He makes your decision and your actions from your will determine what he should know about you. Then I knocked the guy down. And a peace came over me. I knew, there's a wow, he's all-knowing, but he has given us our own will. So God will not get up and say, Abraham, I know you're going to kill your son for me. Don't worry, I'm going to bless you anyways. No. Do it. Kill your son. And by Abraham deciding by his will to do it, revealed to God that the guy is all in for God. They didn't God know it. He knew it. But he cannot over know from the limit of your will. Are you catching it? He knows all things. He knows the end from the beginning. But your will can decide a change. Sometimes someone will pray, Father, should I marry this lady? Sometimes you don't even ask. They say, marry this lady. Or marry this guy. But along the way, things happen and you ask. Is this the right person? You see, God said, go ahead. But character changes because of our will. So the guy or you know, the lady can change. It doesn't mean God didn't approve it. It doesn't mean that the guy changed. Didn't God make Satan Lucifer, the morning star? The guy was beautiful. He changed. The only way God can be in a position... Of determining the course of your life for you is when you tell him, throw my will out. What you say is what I will do. When you are in that position, you don't decide for yourself. Like, I can decide for myself what I'm going to do the next two years. 
I, I can only say, oh, I, 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 I'm looking at doing this and doing that in the next two years, you know, and I'm going to this level. But because I said to God, let your will be done in my life. He can tell me in the next two years. You're not doing what you said. Do that. Or sometimes he doesn't even tell me. Things begin to happen. And I know it as well. And I say, thank you, Lord. That's the difference between loving him or liking him. But still have your plans. When you have your own plans and you don't know the, the plans of God for your life, he is not yet your priority. You like him, but he's not yet your priority. But when you tell him, I don't care what you do for me. I don't care what you ask me to do. What you say is final. He is your priority. So, everything you do, you ask him. You ask him. You ask him in everything you do. You ask him. You pray about it. You ask him. I want to take do this. You know, and someone will say, sometimes you use common sense. I mean, you should use common sense. Well, he made me. My common sense is nothing to him. He made me. I can't have common sense when there was God. I have common sense when I'm dealing with human beings and other things of life. But when it comes to God, I am out of common sense. Paul says, I count everything as dung for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. So when it comes to me and God, that's why we, we got to preach as we do and pray around the world. Why? Because, you see, there's a difference between the general God where... God is everywhere. He's a general God. To, to people, he's the general God. Where he's so wide, you can't reach him. He's so low, you can't get to him. He's so, like, God is, ooh. It's a general God to everybody. And to some Christians, there is still a general God. God is a general God. But he becomes the God in the midst when you experience him. That is the God in our midst. So he says, one, two, or three are gathered in my name. There I am with them. What does it mean? When two or three decide to experience me, I show up. You understand what I'm trying to say? So, just for you to get to this, Satan is defeated. He always will. But he's not going to stop fighting you. You understand? Yes. And the best thing you can do is to function as God has made you. You are a king. Remember last week I told you, it says that we walk upon every power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. The guy got no power over me, say it. The guy got no power over me. The guy got no power over me. Yeah. We are shortly going to look at the priestly side as, as different, different things and telling to, you know, the priestly side. But I'm just going to go to one or two stuff and then we pray for a while. Glory to God. I love prayer. And I like I like it when we are praying and I see your seriousness like, wow, they like prayer too. That is beautiful. And congrats to you, P. Last week, Sunday, I heard some new vocabs. It's like, wow. So, wow. Last Sunday when we were praying here, I heard your new vocabs. You didn't know you were speaking new vocabs? <laughs> you were praying in tongues, right? Last week, Sunday, before we closed, remember? You went, remember you were praying? You don't remember you prayed, you prayed last week? We did. We did. I told you the Lord asked us to pray concerning the things that are delayed. Yeah. Oh, watch and pray. Watch and pray. <laughs> and I heard some new vocab. I was like, it's beautiful. 
Nice. I hope I can use some 30 minutes, 45 minutes to do this. And then we out of this side and then move to prayer. Matthew 5, 44 and 45. One manner of man is Jesus. Hallelujah. <clears throat> what manner of man is Jesus? Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 44, 45. What manner of man is Jesus? Hallelujah. What manner of man is Jesus? I knocked that guy down so hard. He will never forget it. Hallelujah. Woo. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. Hallelujah. What manner of man is Jesus? Hallelujah. He healed the sick. Raised the dead. Hallelujah. Woo. What manner of man is Jesus? Hallelujah. He walks on the sea, open the blind eyes, hallelujah. What manner of man is Jesus, hallelujah. How do you get filled with the Holy Spirit? You sing to your, you, you talk to yourself, eh? speaking to yourselves, spiritual songs, spiritual hymns, hymns, you know, all that stuff. And then you sing, glory to God, some psalms unto yourself, making melody in your heart. What song have you been, have been on your heart the whole week? The whole week. What melody have you been making? Woo! Making melody in my heart. I just feel like praying. But I still have to communicate something, so I'll try. Any song on your heart since... <laughs> <laughs> all right all right <clears throat> this is funny this guy is just funny how he goes around just making people doubt about some uh, Matthew 5 44 to 45 from the TPT I'm going to read about three versions of two it depends it depends on your story. <laughs> All right. Are you there? Before that, before that, let me communicate this to you. Can somebody open um, Hosea? Uh, so Hosea, Amos 8 11. You can read in uh, King James. Amos 8 11. See why you should take the word of God very seriously because of Amos 8 11. Thank you, Father. Anyone with it, you can read. Amos mm -hmm. 8, 7. 11. Mm -hmm. The time is surely coming, mm -hmm. says the Sovereign Lord, mm -hmm. when I will send a famine on the land, mm -hmm. not a famine of bread or water, mm -hmm. but of hearing the words of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So the time is going to come, there's going to be famine. The Lord is going to send famine. But there's not a famine about um, food, but there's no food or there's no water. No, there's a famine where nobody can get to hear the word of God. Imagine. And Revelation spoke about it too. Now that we are in the season where we can 
enjoy the word, the word of God and live by it. Let's do it. Because the time is coming, we will not have it. That time is supposed to come when we are out of here after rapture. You see? So, still people are going to preach after rapture because there will still be some Christians who didn't make it. Let me say some Christians, as the Bible has put it. Some will be here. And then the Bible also spoke about God is going to release certain people to do serious pre um, preaching, evangelism work in Israel. But as for uh, other parts of the world, I don't know. But a few will be around. But you see, the famine of the word. People will go into church and they wish somebody was preaching to them, but nobody will be there. You know, nobody will be there. Because we are out. Of, we are out. You see the Bible there on the altar. Maybe I'll, the pastor was preaching, somebody was opening the Bible and then rapture happened. So the Bible fell. It's in the church. You can open it, but you don't understand anything. The spirit of the word has been taken. So now that we have it, let's enjoy it. Back to Matthew 5. 44 and 45 from the TPT. However, by the way, you're all looking good. So nice. However, I say to you, love your enemy. This is Jesus talking, all right? We are looking at the priestly aspect of our Christianity. That's the second ministry. The first is your kingship. The second is the priestly. However, I say to you, love your enemy. Bless the one who curses you. Do something wonderful for the one who hates you. And respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. That's tough, right? Hmm. For that will reveal your identity as children of your heavenly father. He is kind to all by bringing the sunrise to warm and rainfall to refresh. Whether a person does what is good or evil. So Jesus is talking about, you know, loving your enemies. Now, mind you. The enemy is talking about another demon possessed ones. They are way. You can't love demons. So when people are, uh, allow themselves to be possessed by any demonic craft, whether witchcraft, somebody said, somebody said, before witchcraft, before aircraft came, witchcraft was there. And then it depends how you land. <laughs> Some have been landing on baobab trees and on wires and whatever, fig trees and whatever. You know, so, <laughs> so funny how people put things. You know, so the enemies are talking about, the person gossiping about you, the person trying to um, backbite you, you know, people trying to make your life miserable at work, at school, in the family. You know, in the families, we have people who are just like thorns in your flesh. Super thorns. They are super thorns. You don't, you don't know what to do with them. You just don't know. How do you handle them? You don't know. But it says love them. Just love them. We were watching a movie where the, the, the lady told the guy, that's what we do as family, right? You still back the people even though you know they are, you know. I said, wow, that's a beautiful thing she said. I said, I don't like this move. I'm going to do it anyway because we're a family. So it's beautiful. The, the writer of that movie did well with that side of it. And the lady actually got shocked. You know, but she didn't, she didn't see anything bad. But you see, you have people in their family. You, you didn't get short, though. <laughs> Just more insult and all. <laughs> As a priest of God, it's just love. Now, Jesus asked the question, if you throw a party for, if a rich man throws a party for rich people, has he done good? No. No. 
Isaiah said, if you throw a party for the poor, then you've done good. So loving those who love you is just like responding to your name. It's normal. But loving those who present themselves as your enemies, that is a priest you're looking at. He says, this reveals your identity as a child of God. The child of God who understands his priestly ministry. So don't, don't, can you imagine, look at the height of Dave. And I put it in my heart. The way I hate him. <laughs> I, will, I will get every blood level, whatever you want, BP, QP, maybe the B is small, I'll go to ZP, you know. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Let's move to that level. That, that, that's in this level. As a priest, he says, love them. Love them. Love your enemy. Bless the one who curses you. Bless the one who curses you. They've said to you, you will never make it. So, bless them. I'll tell you why very soon. And you will like it. <laughs> bless them. It says, and respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. Those who persecute you. Just pray for them. Now, look at the CEV. I'm trying to be brief. I have a lot to say, but I'm just trying to be brief so that you can still do stuff. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what just happened? Woo! Shabbatabayada. Mm. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Listen, you are going to be so rich. Amen. You didn't know where it. to put your money. You forget some account. <laughs> Look at how many accounts do I have. How much is in this? That's true. Look at CEV. CEV. 44. I'm, I'm just... Um, yeah, 44. And then 45. But I tell you to love your enemies and pray for anyone who mistreats you. Do you see the persecution there? Anyone who mistreats you. So it has nothing to do with the demon-possessed guys and the wicked guys pouring innocent blood. We don't clap for them and pray. That's what we really deal with them. Suffer not for every to live. <laughs> see, but talking about those who mistreat you, he says, love them and pray for them. They mistreat you. You see, can you imagine David cried when he heard his son Absalom died? There's a guy who moved his father from the you know palace, trying to be you know take over from his father. I mean, David should have been happy that that naughty boy is gone, but he cried. When when Abner, you know, Abner also misbehaved and he died, David cried. Bible said David mourned and said, Ah, Abner died like a fool. This guy was so wise. You see, those who mistreat you. When David was escaping from Absalom, his son, and um, other stuff was going on, this guy who hated David so much, the Bible said he sat on a donkey and cursed David throughout all the journey he had. As he was going, the guy was on this donkey cursing him. Then the guy was like, they were like, David, 
kill this guy. He said, no, perhaps. The Lord is cursing me. Leave him. Such a king. He cursed him throughout. Throwing stones at him. Cursing him. He didn't mind you. Mistreatment. Just love them and pray for them. Yeah. So do. You're a priest. You understand your call. You're a priest. Yeah. Do it. They went to Jesus. And then they chose a criminal over him. Barabbas. Him. Amongst them were still people we healed. But be careful. You see, be careful around them. Love shouldn't make you a fool. People love and they are out of sense. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> they just go like that. That's crazy. Your husband will be slapping you, kicking you. Saying, I can't leave you, but I love you. That, that is not love, my dear. That is not love. That is not love. What is it? Abuse. Yeah. Pray for him. Believe. <laughs> Say, pray to yourself before you. When you die, can you pray for him? No. So move. Say, I love you. I, I need separation. Look, separation before promotion. I need to separate myself so I can pray for you. <laughs> so, excuse me. That is love. Look. We were, we, were, we were mistreating God. But the Bible says that even when we were yet sinners, Christ died. That was our high priest. Christ died. Even when we were, we were yet sinners. So, don't expect everybody to be nice and sometimes you go so mad. You go so mad. But remember you were a priest and come back to the love. Yeah. Come on to that. It says, 45, then you will be acting like your father in heaven. You see, you'll be acting like God. That's what he do. That's what he's been doing. He makes the sun rise on both good and bad people. And he sends rain for the ones who do right, for the ones who do wrong. Have you seen rain? Like, does it separate? Rain will be coming and you just go to Trump's house and they will leave you abiding. It's not possible. It's not good to Hillary's house and leave <laughs> anyone. Can you imagine you be living in the same house? One is good, one is bad. Maybe you are on the same bed. It will be raining on the roof and it will separate. <laughs> God doesn't do that. He just makes it rain and the sun, the sun rises on everybody. Why? A master and his servants, they went to sow. Wheat, right? Beautiful ones. The Bible says when men slept, the thief, the wicked guy, also went and sold his thumbs. Crazy stuff. So the next day they saw like, Master, somebody had gone to do this. Look, should we get these things out and let our weeds? Because these are chaff. He said, no, no, no. Let the weeds grow together with what we planted. The day of harvest will determine the place of each. And the Bible says in Revelation that the time will come when God will separate the goat from the sheep. So, let them keep mistreating you. Love them. Love them. Why? 
There's a secret. Proverbs 25. Between 1 and 22. I shouldn't have to <laughs> reveal this one to you, but anyway. Because sometimes you tell people this and then they will laugh because of this. <laughs> so, you read from the Amplified Classic. Proverbs 25, verse 21 and 22. From the Amplified Classic. Mm. Proverbs 25, 21, 22. Are you there with me? All right. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For doing so. <laughs> Did you see that? For doing so, what happens? You will heap coals of fire upon his head. And the Lord will reward you. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? I don't want to show this because then you will start loving them because you know that they're going to be punished. <laughs> you are heaping coals upon your head. So when they come to you, they be, they even ask you for water. They say, can I give you water? Because <laughs> some coals are happening. <laughs> but you see, that is true. He says, and the Lord will reward you. Why? Vengeance is of the Lord. When your enemy... It says, when your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he's thirsty, give him water to drink. Thank God he didn't say money. Food and water is fine. <laughs> for, do, for in doing so, you will heap coals of fire upon his head. And the Lord will reward you. For your beautiful vengeance. But you are a priest. So do it from your heart. Don't think about, oh, as I'm doing this good thing for this person that hates me so much. Oh, God is going to deal with it. No, no. Do it just as the Bible has said. Love them. Alright. So we're going to do something when we close. If there's anybody in your heart that you hate, call the person. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anybody in your because you can't create anybody for you to hate call the present say something nice or send a text message say something nice you are a priest you are a priest you are a priest glory to God see when I left my brother's church thought I was a very bad guy. He said some things to other people that I had. One time, one of the guys closer to me, Joe, Joe went to his house and then he didn't even know I was leaving until he went to my brother's house and he had them insulting me so much. He didn't tell me. He told Pasanyaku. So much. My wife came to Ghana. I called him to let him know my wife is in. So that, you know, because that's a nice thing to do. He didn't pick up my call. I bought a new SIM card. He picked it. He picked that call. He wanted to have nothing to do. He was so mad. Well, I understand. 
It's fine. I waited and on his birthday, I sent him a message. He saw it and he was surprised. So he replied, I'm inviting you for a birthday service. Tell him, I'm sorry I have a problem, but I'll come next time. Then we started talking. I will call him, he will call me, we'll talk for minutes, 30 minutes sometimes, go deep. I interviewed him on the Rise Up show. And when we were done, I called him back and he told me, you made me very happy. You have made me realize that you are not selfish. I'm like, I was with you for seven years. He didn't think I wasn't selfish. Just interview makes you think I'm not selfish. Why? Because you are out there and then with the opportunity you have, you are still calling, you're making family part of it. So it's beautiful. You see, just love them. There are guys who like who have really, really hurt me. But when I think about them, I don't hate them. I love them. But I'm careful. When they betrayed me and all that, we will talk, we will communicate. Go chat. It was cool. You know what makes the power of God effective in your life? When you choose to forget the pain, it sharpens the power of God in your life. You choose to forget the pain. You choose to forget what they did. But you are careful. You know, you are careful. But you love them. So, that is why I don't like talking back at people. You know? I don't like talking like retaliating, like nothing. I'm so hurt and blah, blah, no, no, no. Like Bible said, this is, um, you should be careful because you might say things that you will regret later. So I'm that, that type. I would like to know why. You see? I go beyond the action. I won't know the reason behind it. So it will take a while. But make it a practice. When you laugh, let it go. When you laugh, let it go. Do you understand? Somebody's hurt you, but something happened and you were laughing. Like maybe later, something happened and you just laughed. <laughs> As you're laughing, let that pain go. And when you see them, don't remember. You see, your memory will keep that thing, you know, as an archive, but make it an archive. Let it be an archive, not, you know, an active stuff. So you laugh. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. It's important. It, it, it's, it's, it's nice. That's nice. Can you imagine why in this world living your life and not thinking about what people have done to you. It makes God just... God, when God is whispering, you just hear him. Why? He was so done with this pain. He was so done. But you're not dumb. You get it? Say, he who has been bitten by a snake, when you see a worm, you are careful. So just... See? So that you can function. Just for your function. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was in powerhouse, 
Some two pastors stood strongly again. In a meeting, they conspired and took out the daylight out of him. I didn't pray against him. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I was still free with him, talking. Light went on. At the end of the day, they turned out to find themselves separated. You see, whatever has a begin has an end. You get it. So don't, don't, no, 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 no. Don't bother. Don't bother. Look, people, when you, when you move deep into what God wants you to do, people will lie against you, telling you. People can really tell stories about you that you think, ha, me. <laughs> Forget it. It's part of it. You see, love them. Did you get it? Love them. Pray for them. And if it's darkness that is trying to get into your mind, you cast that power out of your lips. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Things are just coming back, you know. And I will thank God for victory. We just thank God. Sometimes they will cheat, they will cheat you. They will cheat you. Oh, you, you know this, you have to give you this your share, but forget it. Why? It's intentional. Sometimes people will just do this just to see your reaction. Ah, you see. This quiet, quiet person, you see. <laughs> So what do I do? I keep my anger. Do I keep my anger? Do I keep it? What do I do? Because they make me angry. What do I do? I said the anger is there. Make something make you laugh and let it go. I've seen people so angry they shake. I remember this lady. This she 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 she's a landlord in Ghana, and then she was fighting her tenants. This woman was so angry that when you hold her, your hand was just like <laughs> the skin was like okra now. <laughs> Herself and her daughter, they hit one of the tenant's wife with an umbrella or something, got hurt, and then she had to go to jail, prison or whatever, for at least a day. <laughs> I think she was there for two days. <laughs> yeah. Thinking when she comes back, everything is going to be good. Oh, Dana was still there. <laughs> There were people. You know what those days there were some guys you know, they were they were small. Grew up training them, training them. And then they saw a church that had air condition and beautiful decoration. It was better than our branch. And then they just moved out. One day, one of the a guy invited me to come preach in a program here. You know, not knowing one of the girls, the one who served us at our wedding, Rebecca. She is a guy's um, girlfriend, the one of God's girlfriend. So I was in the program. Then she came. She also sang and all that. Then the devil told me. So after the invitation, she sings. Not in the church where you parted, my for this guy. 
wasted their money. That's what the devil told me. Making me angry. How can I minister like that? So as he was saying, I said, Satan, I'm going to surprise you. Okay? So when I, as I got up there, the first person I had to speak to was Rebecca. I said, I'm seeing Rebecca here. Looking so beautiful. And I went to hug her. And Satan was shocked. Because <laughs> I told him I was surprising. <laughs> and the power of God was so severe in that place. I'm telling you. So severe. People were falling under the power. I hadn't even started anything yet. The pull-up stand that was by me fell under the power. Everything was falling. Screamings here and there. Why? Because you let go and let God. You are a priest. It doesn't take anything from you. It doesn't change your color. It makes you even look more beautiful. The peace on your face, it makes you look more beautiful. I tell you. And then you become so attractive. I'm telling you, you become so attractive. People, people just want to be closer to you. You are so attractive. And the glory on your face, I'm not lying to you. When you let go, the glory on your face. Yeah. The glory on your face. You, are, you, you just glow. Why? Because you are acting like God. Do you catch it? You are acting like God. You just do it. Sometimes it's very hard. You know, it's very hard. But let me pray. One time I was praying when these people had, you know, and I started mentioning some people's names in my prayer. And I was telling God, God bless this one, bless this one. Oh, I miss this one, bless this one. Oh, I bless this one. Oh, bless one. And I could have some tears coming out. I was praying for them. I was moved to pray for them. One of these young girls, um, Esther's sister, tell me, this girl, she, I think she had a training to gossip, I don't know. <laughs> Special training. She would mess up. She messed up big time. Then a sickness got to her. I don't know what it was. So they moved her from school. It comes to her side and she screams in pain. She could go naked on the floor. She didn't care. She just wanted to be free. And then I'll be home and they were like 2 a.m. I'm receiving calls. Evelyn's thing has come again. And she hurt me so bad. But I, I went. And then we would pray and pray and pray. What is it? And I'm trying to get a vision of it. Like, what is it that is attacking her? It's like somebody is trying to bring out her skin, you know, from her side. You wouldn't know what it was. I tried to see visions about it. But it was not, I couldn't see anything. Why? I don't know why. So one time, I think she came to share that we're doing communion. And I targeted the communion at her, whatever she was doing. She was going through. She took it, prayed for her. And that was it. Imagine I would retain the pain and not pray for her. Samuel, you know, Samuel, 
the prophet Samuel told Saul, the king Saul, that God had taken the throne from you. You didn't obey him. You sacrificed without obedience. Listen, don't sacrifice your obedience. Obey to sacrifice. But the guy just sacrificed without waiting for, for Saul, for Samuel to come in. Then you, you told, God has taken the throne from you. But Saul made a request. He said, oh, Samuel, pray for me. And Samuel said, God forbid that I don't pray for you. That's a priest. He said, God forbid that I don't pray for you. He says, God forbid. You have messed up. God has taken the thing from you. But God forbid that I don't pray for you. Because the, what do you need most now is my prayers. To help you with the rest of your life. Awesome. Isn't it beautiful? Just love them. They will mistreat you. But love them. It's not painful when somebody, the casual person, mistreats you. It's cool. But when... That is, that is, that is crazy. David said something. He said, he said if, if the enemy who did this to me was just out there and outside, I wouldn't care. He says, my own friend. My own, he says, use the word familiar. My own familiar friend did this to me. Just my own familiar friend did this to me. And that is why it hurts. Imagine. Judas going to Jesus to kiss him. You see, Jesus knew this is the guy who betrayed me. But it was never said how it would be done. And this guy just went straight to kiss Jesus. And said, Judas, you betrayed me with a kiss? You could feel the pain. You betrayed me with a kiss? And then when Jesus was put in front of um, the high priest, questioning him, they will question him, and then he will not really, and then he will tell them, you have said. Are you there, this one? You have said. Then what Bible says that one of the chief servants of the high priest slapped Jesus and said, how dare you answer the high priest like that? That was when me, if I was, that was when I would just say, hey! Cross don't finish now. <laughs> you slapped me, hey! I'm Jesus. Me that I meant you. See, angels watching. And I'm sure they just do like this. Hey! They slap our master. As if I was Jesus at that time. I would just shake myself like this. Display everywhere. You slapped me. But you know what he did? He looked at the guy and said, if I did wrong, why do you rebuke me with a slap? That's what he did. Man! Who is this guy? One time, we said when the when the soldiers were playing with him, messing with him, they blindfolded him. As if you can tell us the one who slaps you, oh, we will set you free. You believe you are a prophet. They blindfolded him. One guy came, wham. I wasn't Jesus said nothing. Why? He was thinking about John. I have to die for John. Mention your name there. He was thinking about you. Yeah. Say, so I have to die for, you know, this person. So, it's okay. He knew the one who slapped him anyway. It's just funny. 
And he was looking for who to bless at that time. Look, look, he was so sweet. And this woman went to give him water. And the woman was weeping. He said, don't weep for me. Weep for you and your sons. If they do this to a fresh tree, what would they do to the dead tree? That's what he said. Jesus. On the cross, they were nailing him. You know the painful thing? When the soldier was nailing one of the, the, the right, whether right hand or left hand of Jesus, another soldier went and said, he don't know how to nail. He brought up the nail and nailed him proper. Pain. What did Jesus do? Father, forgive them. For they know what? They know what they are doing. They know not. They know not. Hey! Doing the... Look, if I pinch you, cry, you might not talk to me for the next two days. <laughs> How much more nail? Just forgive them. Right on the cross. One, one idiot. <laughs> Said, oh, you say we're the son of God. Save yourself and save us. Then another guy side on the guy on the right said, Yo, this man didn't do anything. You and I, we are criminals. He didn't do anything. And then he told Jesus, Master, remember me in thy kingdom. Jesus said to him, in his pain, he still had a promise. Oh boy. He said, I say to you today, you shall be with me in paradise. Then he screamed, Eli, Eli, Father, why have you forsaken me? The separation for the first time between the word and God. Jesus is the word. Imagine your words are separated from you. It's not possible. But it had to be possible. And then he screamed, I thirst. They gave him vinegar. He looked at Mary, his mother. Looked at James, John. Mother, behold thy son. Son, behold thy mother. What does it mean? Take care of each other. I'm good. In your hands I commit my spirit. Then he gave up the ghost. That's King James put it. He gave up the ghost. He died. At that time, Peter... When on the third day, those beautiful women were gonna put more preservatives, you know, the spices just to make sure he's not smelling, the tomb was empty. And then two angels were there. So why are you looking for the living among the dead? Oh and it's so beautiful. What happened? An angel said to Mary, he is not here. As Mary was looking around, a man said to him, Mary, he said, sir, have you seen where they put Jesus? He didn't even know Jesus was talking to him. He had transformed so much. He said, sir. Then when Jesus spoke once again, she knew, ah, my Lord. He says, go and tell my brethren and Peter. Oh, boy. The guy who, be, who denied him says, tell him to. I will be there. Why? He had already told Peter, you will be upon this rock. I will build my church. 
But first, you must deny. So that you, I do what I have to do. You can't do my work for me. Because Peter said, I will not let them kill you. You can't. See, so he's trying to be a hydrant. So you deny me. So that I can do my work. After that, I will make you do your own. And it was so beautiful. And Peter became the head. Leading them in strong love. I was there when Mary went and told them, Jesus was not there. He was running with John. John was running, and John was ahead of Peter. But when they go to the tomb, they tell struck John. Like, I was there, Peter had to him, had to run him, bah, and went in. He just had to run the guy. The guy was there. Like, he said, Cho, ah, went in. So, oh, it's true, he's not here. Wax. John was there like, because he loved Jesus so much. That thing just struck him. He's one. Peter came. Glory, hallelujah. Amen. Let's have communion. We are going to pray. A short time, and then we go. Bless God. So we're going to pray. Only in tongues, okay? We are going to change something in the, in the, in the realms of the spirit. It will only take tongues because we're going to speak mysteries. But in case you're praying this prayer and then you feel you are not focused, you can read Psalm 113. You can just be reading it as you're praying in tongues so that you can be focused if you're losing focus. You can read Psalm 113. Okay? And then um, you can pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Before Jesus comes, we should be able to make great impact for him. Right? And our lives should be in a certain position where we can also function fully. So we're just going to pray in tongues, stirring up the wisdom of God see, you're just praying, stirring up the wisdom of God. Imagine you are flowing the wisdom of God 100%. Imagine. You know. So, we, imagine. So, you're going to pray. Imagine where you wish your life would be by, at this, by this time. And how you wish the world would have been. The wisdom of God that works in you. So we're just going to pray in tongues. Fixing things in our lives and in this world. Just as we're praying in tongues. Things will, will, will go right, I'm telling you. It's just faith. So when you find out you're looking, you're losing focus, you take some one, one, three, and then you remain in focus, all right? So let's be on our feet, and then we start praying. Start praying is, um, oh, we just finished very soon. Thank you. 
He calms the blind. I had an abortion. I
As we were praying, the Lord told me, the tongues we are speaking is in Isaiah 14, 6 to 8. He who smote the people in wrath with a continual stroke, he that ruled the nations in anger is persecuted, and none hindereth. The whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break forth into singing. Yea, the fir trees rejoice at thee, and the cedars of Lebanon, saying, Since thou art laid down, no fella is come up against us. Peace from the Lord is working, all right? Amen. There's going to be rest in the land. That's say the Lord. As we were speaking in tongues, this is what you were saying. Isaiah 14, 6 to 8. The one that wanted to, you know, rule the nations against the word of God, against the timing of God. <sighs> he is no more. Amen. He says, He that ruled the nations in anger is persecuted, and none hindereth. Glory to God. The whole earth is at rest. Oh, and it's quiet. You see, you may be told, you may be told that there's a, this thing is the surgeon is going high, whatever, whatever surgeon. Let's believe in what God has said right now. Let's believe in it. There's, there's going to be peace and quiet Amen. for us to serve God as we have to. Amen. So the time is fulfilled Amen. for us to check out of this world. Amen. Glory to your name, Lord. Amen. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Blessed be thou. But as for you, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. You will not lack in the name of Jesus. You will not lack in the name of Jesus. You are not lacking in the name of Jesus. It will not happen. It will not be a word in your mouth. Whatever you desire has been given to you. Oh, thank you, Lord. By the presence of Elohim in this place. And according to the words of the Lord. Oh, you are highly made a rich. You are highly made rich. Because even as I was preaching, I saw riches. I saw riches. God is planning to do you good. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for being mindful of us. Thank you. Get ready for speed in your life. Say the Lord. Amen. As you mind my business, say the Lord, get ready for peace Amen. and get ready for speed. Amen. For I'll give you rest, I'll give you peace, and I'll give you speed. Amen. And you shall move at a point of rest in me. Amen. For your struggles I have taken over, Amen. say the Lord. Yes. And you see me leading as you allow me to. You see me leading. And thou shalt marvel for what I'm about to do in your life is greater than what you plan, say the Lord. For in my presence I have lifted you up, say the Lord. Amen. And I've opened the doors that you desire. And even more that you didn't know of. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I have fought the adversary for your sake. Oh, thank you, Lord. That's the the Lord. I have fought your adversary. For your sake I have fought him. And he resisted you no more, say the Lord. For you see the victory I have prepared for you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your words poured in our hearts. Amen. Thank you for your words of prophecy yes. given to us. We claim them in the name of Jesus. Amen. We receive these words in the name of Jesus. Amen. And yes, we declare. For you have said it and we also say it. Victory is ours. Amen. Doors are open beyond. Amen. Thank you for speed. 
Thank you for speed. Thank you for speed. Thank you for speed. Thank you for speed. For I have positioned my angels here, the Lord. And they are in the places where they have to be for your sake. And before you get there, all things have been done for you. Say the Lord. Say the Lord. For what you are thinking of doing, I have settled it. For my peace is in your heart. And a new song is in your mouth. And you shall rejoice and dance. For the spirit of excellence has been released upon you. And I touch you with my oil, say the Lord. I am with you. And I am in you. Trust me. And believe me. Acknowledge me in all your ways. And you will know that indeed I am with you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for blessing us. Thank you, Father. Now I declare in the name of Jesus. Whatever is in your body. That will cause sickness. That will cause pain. That will cause weakness. That thing is shrinking now. It is shrinking now. Anything plays in your life. As an ambush. To distract you. And to destroy you. To limit your move. And your flow in the grace of God. That thing has been given, taken out. Terminated by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus you are secure. You are firmly placed. Rightly settled. You are planted in the Lord and His grace. And nothing shakes you. And nothing moves you. For Bible says when the, when the shakeable things are shaken. Those that couldn't be shaken will still stand. And I declare over you, you are the unshaking one in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the working of the blood of Jesus in our lives. Thank you for the blood that was broken for us, that we shall remain strong in you. For in him we live. In Jesus we move. In Jesus we have our being. This week is a blessed week for you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. How much do you, any of you owe in debt? How much do we all owe in debt? Mention the amount. You can calculate and mention the amount. How much do you owe in debt? For debts are cancelled in Jesus' name. Amen. You paid for us. And we have received the receipt. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. Yes, For what we cannot pay, you have taken over. Amen. If men could create cars and create aircraft, why can't our God just pay our simple debts? This is not difficult for you. For you made the world with an outstretched arm, and you are the Lord of all flesh. The Lord our God is anything too hard for you. Nothing is too hard for you. And Jesus, you said, May it be unto us according to our faith. Debts that are piled. And they keep piling up loans and whatever they call themselves. We redefine them as paid in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. For in a kingdom where we belong as kings and priests, we walk upon gold. Therefore, therefore, upon this land, we receive this gold. And all debts are cancelled in the name of Jesus. We don't know how you're going to do it. And we don't care how you're going to do it. Because we have a father who knows how to do everything. And we just rest in your bosom. Enjoying your love and your grace. Lavished upon us. Right now we release our faith together. And we declare debts paid in Jesus name. Miracle worker. Waymaker. 
you have done it. Amen. It's settled. Amen. And we rejoice. Yes, Lord. And we shall think about our debts no more. Amen. For we have that faith that tells us yes. all is well. Amen. Thank you. Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Congratulate somebody, you know. So just tell somebody, congratulations, you've made it. Congratulations, David. It's beautiful. Congratulations. Congrats, 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 congrats. congrats. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So we take our jute and we add it here. Now what? Uh, Jude. Mm-hmm. Our Jude, our Jude. Mm-hmm. Our Jude. Mm-hmm. Our Jude. Mm-hmm. Woo! Glory to God. Alright, so Jude, are you there with the TPT? Yep. There's only one chapter. 24 and 25. Alright. So let's be on our feet as we... Read it together by faith. You ready? One to go. Now to the one with enough power to prevent me from stumbling into sin and bring me faultless before his glorious presence to stand before him with ecstatic delight to the only God our Savior through our Lord Jesus Christ the endless glory and majesty, great power and authority from before he created time, now and throughout all the of eternity. Amen. All right.